We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And now, Dear John. Dear John, how awesome is it to be in Iowa right now? Iowa State, Iowa, you and I and Drake all won this weekend. Lauren in Creston. Well, Lauren, I'm not going to lie. There's only one way to sum this up. Is, is this heaven? It's Iowa. Iowa? From WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. What's Bugging Andy is coming up in a few minutes. If you thought Andy was done with the bison, uh, you thought wrong. Mm. John, NFL championship games today, AFC and NFC championship game. The Patriots just absolutely destroyed the Colts. And the Seahawks will have a chance to defend their title. But I think the main storyline, especially locally, is just not believing the Packers blew that. Seahawks came back from the dead. People had left the stadium and were not allowed to re-enter the stadium because they thought it was over. And it looked like it was over. I tweeted that it was basically over. Everybody thought it was over. How many people compared it to Hawkeye football, the, the playing not to win, but playing not to lose? Well, and Kirk Ferentz referenced the Green Bay Packers, so timing, they go timing. hand in hand. Yeah. Hot topic, what was your favorite moment of a remarkable basketball weekend? 515-282-9010. We have open lines right now. There's no right or wrong answer across Ooh. several games, but I'm picking... This moment, the Morris to McKay alley-oop jam nearly blew the roof off Hilton Coliseum. Hmm. Well, that was fun. We've had bigger weekends of Big Four college basketball, I'm sure. But since I'm proudly a prisoner of the moment, I'm just going to enjoy this one. Game Day showed up in Ames and provided a five-hour infomercial for Cyclone Basketball, Hilton Magic, and Fred Hoiberg's swag. That's all well and good, but it doesn't amount to a 10-minute tummy tuck unless the product lives up to the hype, and it did. No one wants a refund, maybe Bill Self. Jameel McKay's coming out party featured points, blocks, and one spectacular blow-the-roof-off-the-building dunk. Monte Morris never does anything that flashy, just quietly continues his campaign as stealth ISU MVP and All-America caliber point guard. 
it's clear on a given night the Cyclones can beat anyone. It's also clear they can lose thanks to ISU's Achilles heel free throws. Hoiberg, read your emails, and yes, the Cyclones do practice free throws. When Iowa jumped out to an 11-point halftime lead on Ohio State, it surprised no one when the Hawks kept one foot on the gas and another on Ohio State's throat. It did surprise, and the Hawks, with all their ups and downs, don't have a bad loss and are right in the thick of the Big Ten title race. There were seven-year-old Hawkeye fans who didn't know Iowa players can hit big shots in the final minute. Thanks to rising star Jared Utoff, now they do. The most anticipated Kirk Ferentz press conference ever turned out to be about nothing. No coaching changes, not yet. No quarterback transfers, not yet, if ever. But it wasn't really about nothing. It was about an emotional, raw, humble Ferentz showing he's fully aware of fans' frustrations. No solutions offered, but a refocused Ferentz can't hurt. The University of Iowa originally told us we couldn't stream the press conference at a publicly funded state university. Iowa wanted people to pay. This isn't unusual, except media wanted to carry this one live. Outrage led the university to make a last minute reversal and save face. Props to Brian Ferentz, who tweeted the following. At least one writer wasn't allowed at the press conference. And Ferentz tweeted this. First Amendment is alive and well at Iowa until you have an opinion. Apologies to those denied access to the press conference, unquote. Think about that. A writer criticizes Brian's father and Brian understands the United States Constitution enough to still want that writer welcome. Brian Ferentz, tip of the cap to you, sir. Very good tweet. Keith? I think Iowa State put on a great show on Saturday. The game day scene was incredible. I have to believe it was one of the largest and loudest crowds ESPN has seen. But let's be honest, did you really expect anything less? I didn't. Is there a better clutch shooter than Naz Long? When Iowa State needs a big shot, Long delivers the dagger better than anyone in the country. On a team of stars, Threesis of Nazareth just gets it done. Just when we want to bury the Hawkeyes and they go out and totally redeem themselves. <laughs> Road win at Minnesota, home win against Ohio State. I know they aren't monumental wins, but give credit where credit is due. Iowa is 4-1 in the Big Ten, and right now they look everything like an NCAA tournament team. I mentioned credit. Aaron White deserves a lot. There was a point in the second half against Ohio State where the Hawks looked like they were going to collapse again. White took over. He was better than any big man Ohio State had. And remember, the Buckeyes didn't want him. So did the Seahawks win or the Packers lose? You can argue either way on this one, but I'll say the Packers lost. 12-point lead, two minutes left, and they give up three straight touchdown drives to lose in overtime. That doesn't even include the Hail Mary two-point conversion and the onside kick off of Bostick's face. Man, mm. Seattle had to make the plays, but... Green Bay helped every way you can help. That one's going to sting for a long Any time. Any way you can lose, they did it. Let's take lost. some live calls, 282-9010. Randy in Webster City, Cyclone basketball, big win over Kansas, all-day publicity for uh, the Iowa State program across the ESPN platforms. Randy, what did you think? Oh, it was a huge game. I, you know, that McKay dunk, like you said, it was just huge. It blew the roof off the place. But uh, it was a great win for the Cyclones, and – uh, I, I was actually glad the Hawkeyes won, but 
Cyclones taking down Kansas was just huge for their trying to win the conference and break that streak that Kansas has. I'll yeah, kind of, yeah, I had had to win it to keep the uh, conference title hopes alive. Not mathematically, but perhaps realistically. Kansas is kind of like the Patriots in the AFC East. They just always win the conference, so you kind of expect Kansas to win. But this win for Iowa State proves that Kansas is beatable this year. They're not the Kansas of some other years when they're, you know, a Final Four team. So this, I think, could be the year when Kansas doesn't win the Big 12. John, this should have been a, a, a double-digit win easily, mm -hmm. a 15-point win. Iowa State's got to figure out how to make free throws. Dodger Denny, what did you think of the Cyclone win? Hey, How's it going, guys? Good, good, good. good. I thought it was great. I, I was up this, uh, Saturday morning and watched the stuff on ESPN. It was awesome. That was the biggest rival every year. I just love it. The fans up there did a really good job. Not yeah. surprised at all. Uh, we will have a, uh, a recap, Brandon McCauley, behind the scenes of ESPN's game day that's coming up later on in Sound Off. Nick in Fort Dodge, take us over to the Hawkeyes where uh, this time Iowa showed up strong for the second half too. Yeah, it was a great win for the Hawks this weekend, uh, sweeping Ohio State on the year and giving us, uh, us Hawks fans some hope for uh, the tournament in March this year. And you and I wins today, so three teams possibly in that tournament. Yeah, and, and I know a lot of people will point to the fact that you know, the Buckeyes aren't ranked, so why are you celebrating this? Well, let's remember, you know, Ohio State is chock full of four-star and five-star recruits, okay? So the fact that the Buckeyes aren't ranked doesn't mean they're a bad team. This is a good win for Iowa. That was a good road win at Ohio State, and this will help Iowa's resume in March because it's not only is it a win, but Ohio State's going to be in the big dance as well. So it's a win over an NCAA tournament team. And Norman Dale, Ohio State's coach, is pretty good. I mean, he, <laughs> he he's got a proven track record. He, he's run that picket fence before. He could have used you know, Jimmy Chitwood on Yeah, the assistant Saturday. coach might have run the picket fence. Yeah. Time for lookalikes. Uh, we ask you to include a local connection. Sometimes it's a little bit of a stretch, but Old Spice judges. And here is the first one. Buddy in Clear Lake says retired Iowa food broker, Bill Bronger of Des Moines looks like Iowa basketball coach Fred McCaffrey when he retires. So they're adding some years on to McCaffrey. Is that they're looking yes. forward? Yeah. Okay. Now we're now we're putting lookalikes yeah. into the time machine. <laughs> into the future. Okay. Uh, Scott says Ohio State quarterback Cardell Jones looks like '80s TV, <laughs> TV icon Webster. Two matches. I can see that one too. Tonight. Yeah, Car Cardale Jones is what, about a foot and a half taller? <laughs> Maybe about 300 pounds heavier. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> well, like it or not, not, the North Dakota State fans got the last laugh, guys. So it's time to pay my respects. Make fun of them in What's Bugging Andy next. We welcome you to Like Sound Off Nation on Facebook. You'll find the latest uh, opinions and local sports stories on a daily basis. Greg writes, so since you and I beat NDSU, Iowa beat you and I, and ISU beat Iowa, does that mean ISU is the FCS? No, wait, never mind. <laughs> Cindy writes, let's be honest. Kansas is a team with a formidable reputation. Beating them any day of the year is a win worth shouting about. I agree. North Dakota State fans, Bison fans, named Andy Fails public enemy number one. Now, Andy would, would be upset, but after some fun, he went right back to not caring about North Dakota State. Until now, Bison fans, you wanted more, you get more. With a nod to Kevin Nealon's subliminal, subliminal guy, it's what's bugging Andy. 
I realize it's the beginning of the new year, but I need some closure to the last one. This war between me and the state of North Dakota has gone on for too long now, and it needs to stop. And the logical place for it to end is with me offering up my sincere congratulations to the North Dakota State Bison on their fourth consecutive national championship, okay? Okay. Now, I'm sure you know all about the FCS national title game, no chance. Played in Frisco, Texas, no clue. The Bison went down there and beat Illinois State, had to look that up, to win their fourth national title, Division I AA. They packed the stands at Toyota Stadium, it's a soccer stadium, with fans wearing green and yellow, look like boogers and pee, and had a fantastic time. It was a great season for the bison, bison. In fact, it was almost perfect. You and I kicked their ass. And they'll probably tell anyone willing to listen, no one, that with one more title in Division I AA, they'll even have a ring for their thumbs, not opposable. But if there's one thing that I've come to understand about North Dakota State fans, their brains are frozen, it's that they aren't satisfied with just their own piddly triumph. They want everyone else to recognize them too in security. Well, for the sake of closure, making you shut up, I'm willing to do just that. Now, you small words. You're number one, guys, in Division I AA, and Iowa's teams aren't. Heck, the Iowa Hawkeyes, real football, can't even say that they're the champions of the Tax Slayer Bowl. Got their ass kicked. They lost a heartbreaker blowout to a fantastic young Tennessee team, 6-6. Six and six. Meanwhile, the Iowa State Cyclones, oh my God, didn't even make it to a bowl. Two wins. They've spent the winter inside working on their game, PlayStation, in hopes that they'll be better next season. Three wins. And maybe enjoy some of that same success that you've enjoyed, only in a real division. There. Are you satisfied, you bunch of lefts rolling squareheads? Get off my Twitter feed! I am not jealous of your FCS national title any more than I'm jealous of Danny Fire's national crossword title. <laughs> the rest of the world cares as much about your collection of FCS championship rings as Artie Frogman's collection of pizza boxes. But <laughs> bully for you. You got the market cornered and everybody inside North Dakota is real impressed. I'm Andy Fails and that's what's bugging me. That is an instant classic. Uh, well, I, I didn't expect a Larry reference on sound off why tonight well who's in your five has the answer you can always tweet us at sound off 13 of course the live ticker going on right now dan writes great weekend for drake isu and iowa keep it going gotta believe iowa and isu are both competing for conference championships and i'm sure if this had come in before you and i played don't forget about the panthers played, yeah, the panthers won today as well eldon tweets i'm an iowa fan but we need to tone down the rhetoric why is beating an unranked team at home a big deal heiberg says both iowa and iowa state have quarterback controversies wish we had theirs doesn't everybody yeah 282 90 10 uh, we have an open line right now who's in your five five great kings Kings. Yeah, number five, Larry King. Number four, Run DMC, mm. Kings of Rock. Yep. Uh, number three, Billy Jean King, trailblazer in the world of sports. Number two, Elvis Presley, mm. the, the King. King. And number one, Martin Luther King Jr. 
MLK doesn't get much better than that tomorrow. What about King James? King James, LeBron Might James. Have been a good, maybe a couple yeah. more titles. Get him up there. It doesn't look like it's coming this year <laughs> no. if they don't figure it out pretty quickly here. Uh, let's go to Jim in Des Moines, Iowa State basketball. Jim, what are your impressions? Well, I just wanted to say I think they're really going to get that free throw shooting figured out. I love the fact that they won, but, man, it's got to happen. Good point. And, how, uh, John, how frustrating do you think it is for a free throw shooter as good as Fred Hoiberg to watch his team shoot around the 57% mark at times. Yeah, I, I think Hoiberg could get up there and shoot about 90% still from the line. And it well, has in that, to. And that coach's thing, didn't he make like 100 in it, a row at one yeah, point? Yeah, it has to irk him because he's so good. And look, they put a lot of work in to shoot it. Some guys just aren't great at free throws, but they, they need to get it fixed before the tournament rolls around. And I'm talking NCAA tournament because there are going to be games in that NCAA tournament where it comes down to you needing every point possible and that you can't miss 11 free throws. You can't shoot 55% and hope to win games on neutral sites. Much of free throw shooting, of course, is mental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to. It can be to, fixed. They, maybe, they, maybe they bring in a psychologist or something. We'll, we'll see. There's time to turn it around. Uh, Phil is in Pella with a whole different take on the best moment of the weekend basketball-wise. Phil? Yeah, I just wanted to give a, a shout-out to Kyle Korver for torching his uh, former team, the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Kyle shot seven or nine from three, scored 24 points for the first place at Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Keith, do you think Kyle will be an NBA All-Star this year? If it's going to be a year, this would be this it. Is it. You know they want him at the three-point uh, contest. He is he has worked hard to get better too. I just read a big profile on him and how much he continues yeah. to work on getting better, and he doesn't have to. He just wants to be. It seems like. Uh, Many of the people that get better as they get older, even as their skills start to decline, it's the mental part of the game, and he's working harder than ever. I'll tell you what, the Atlanta Hawks are 33-8. and eight. Really? The Atlanta Hawks are 33-8. and eight. If there's ever a chance Kyle Korver's going to be an all-star, it's this year because I believe they're in first or second in the East. So he's got a shot, and when you put up numbers like that at Chicago, 24 points, seven threes, you got a shot. Oh, he's got a and shot. He's, and he's a Pella boy. He's, he's, our, he's ours. Yeah, he's, he's Iowa's. He's got a really good shot, if you know what I mean. The NCAA restored more than 100 of Joe Paterno's wins. Good or bad move? Question mark. John and I face off next. More hot topics now as Murph and I face off. Penn State restores more than 100 wins to Joe Paterno's record. You were highly critical of Paterno. You agree with this move? I do. Uh, Joe Paterno should have done more to keep children from being sexually assaulted by Jerry Sandusky. Paterno admitted that before he died. The Penn State culture put football ahead of the welfare of kids, which is just plain sick. But Penn State won those games, and changing records for morality never made sense. The Big Ten shut many football critics up, including you. Again, you're, you're pointing me out here, John. Just, just making sure everybody knows. Facts. Ohio State won the national title convincingly over Oregon. Is Urban Meyer college football's best coach? It's either Nick Saban or Meyer, and I'll take Meyer. He won a national championship with <sighs> a third-string quarterback and a young team. Ohio State returns everyone next year. It feels like Meyer's just getting started. Yeah, it does. It Speaking does. of that third-string quarterback, Cardale Jones held a press conference at his high school and surprised many by saying he'll return to Ohio State. You mean Webster? Uh, probably didn't need to hold a press conference, but it's smart to return, I think. After leading the Buckeyes to a Big Ten title, Sugar Bowl, and national championship, Jones should be the starter, and then he'll have a chance to be a high first-round yeah. pick 
not second or third round gamble. The Des Moines Register's Bryce Miller uncovered a hard to believe truth. Former Nebraska defensive coordinator Carl Pellini inquired about the head coaching job at Des Moines Lincoln. I think Pellini has a right to feel that should have remained private. And I respect that he wants to stay near his family in Lincoln while still coaching football. It's easy to make fun of this, but I like Carl Pellini more now. He likes football. Take that hype machine up a notch. Former iCub <laughs> Anthony Rizzo says he expects the Cubs to win the division this year. Good, good. He should think that. And there's no good reason the Cubs shouldn't contend. Plus, John, who dares doubt? Back to the future, too. Oh, never doubt that. They said the Cubs. They said Cubs against Miami. That's not going to happen, though. <laughs> you can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. Poor game management, poor defense, special teams gaffes, unused timeouts, play not to lose, coaching, and a late game collapse. Did I just watch an entire Iowa football season in one game? <laughs> Ryan and Waukee. Talking about the Packers. Yes. Is Iowa learning how to finish, or is the Big Ten just mediocre this season? My money's on both. Shane in Marshalltown. All right, 60 seconds sound off here. Let's get it to uh, Miguel in Des Moines. Hi, Miguel. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, you know, as a Hawkeye fan, it was uh, really great to watch the atmosphere in Ames this weekend. And as a Hawkeye fan, that's one thing we don't have is that great rivalry against someone like Kansas. Well, who do you think it should be? In, in football, the potential is certainly there for it to be Nebraska. Wisconsin's a good rival. Uh, but people in Nebraska don't care about basketball. So uh, for basketball, Miguel, who would you suggest? What do you think is a possibility? Uh, well, with the uh, with the Patino Jr. up there in Minnesota, that has the potential for having a, maybe a good rivalry there. Yeah, that's not a bad suggestion. It's, it, I think it's got to be Wisconsin. Wisconsin with Bo Ryan is always going to be a factor in the NCAA tournament. And if Iowa can kind of get to that level of a top 20 team taking on the Badgers as they do on Tuesday, that could turn into something if you get two top 20 teams going. John, pump the brakes. We have five seconds yep. to wish Cheezer a happy birthday. Cheezer, happy Thank birthday. You. Thank you, Keith. That was a big win yesterday for my birthday, wasn't it? The clones did it for you, Cheezer. Happy birthday. That'll do it for us, but but don't leave yet. We're back next week. Hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Brandon McCauley brings you a behind-the-scenes look at Iowa State's first game day experience. Whoa, this will be... This is going to be fun. All up signs are coming in for me. It's really big for the university, not just basketball and sports-wise, but everything. We got here about 6.45 this morning. We camped out for two days just for tickets, so we felt like today we might be able to wait a little bit, and we ended up getting pretty decent seats. It was really awesome for a national program to be here, so it was really awesome to just come be a part of it. The only thing that could probably top it is a game day for football, but we got some work for that. really fun just because all the signs you get to see them and I just kept like wanting to read them. We just don't like Bill Self or Kate Kansas and we want to beat them. They were just so clever and fun and, and really cool. Stand by in 15. You see it on TV and you don't get to see the behind the, the scenes stuff. I, I personally find that cool just to see how everything's coordinated and whatnot. You know I think there was one segment where uh, they went to Hilton and they couldn't even hear. And seeing Fred come out was super exciting. I loved it and everyone got super excited when that happened.
Fred, they love him here and uh, and have for forever. I mean, from the time he was in high school. I mean, he's the talk about the golden boy. You know, hopefully this year uh, we're able to compete and uh, and hopefully win a championship. He was a beast. He has got some swag. We knew it was going to be really good, but when you come out and it surpasses your expectations, which were really high, uh, that's that's pretty cool.